0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Believe. You know how that's spelled. B-L-E-A-V, Believe in Lions, right here on the Believe Podcasting Network. Detroit's number one. Sports Podcasting Network, where we believe in the Detroit Lions, I think. And by the end of this episode, we hope that we will and that you will because Benny, I got Benny Blades here, everybody, and I don't know what's going on with the Detroit Lions. It was another game. I was fired up. I thought we were going to catch the Saints all beat up and beat them up. And instead, we got beat up. So, Benny, what's going on this week? How are you? Uh, I, I'm,
0: I'm, look, I'm wonderful this week. My Miami Hurricanes didn't play. Apparently, my Detroit Lions played for the first quarter.
1: <laughs> the, no. uh, Benny, should no. we just should we just talk about the Canes this week? I mean, we we know that's your thing. We we got some sounds that even prove it here on the show. No, no. <laughs> I mean, they're playing good football. I don't know about the Lions. You got a big game against Clemson. The Lions are on a bye week. Like the world's upside down right now in, in regards to our football teams. Yeah, it, it, it is
0: Derek. But the thing is, um, as much as I, I, I love that, that team down South, I, I love my lions just equally as much. And, um, it just wasn't a great weekend for me. It, it was a subpar weekend. Cause like I said, you know, when, when one was idle, I'm thinking after the first, uh, <laughs> Two drives. I'm thinking, okay, <laughs> my lions are here and they're ready to roar, baby. And, but we'll, we'll, but we'll talk about that. But let's first get in uh, our sponsor break, and then I'm, I want to dig deep into, you know, th- 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 those first two drives.
1: Yep, this is gonna be a good show, everybody. Um, you know, we're hurting. The lions are playing some tough football. We're gonna talk all about it. I'm gonna get Benny's opinion on, you know. Where, where are we at with Matt Patricia? Where are we at with this football team? Like, how are we going to get it fixed? Like, what are we going to do after the bye week? We're going to talk all about that and what we saw against this game against the Saints. But before we do that, let's get betonline.ag in here, our great sponsor. Please check them out. Please give this a listen. Everybody will be right back right after a quick break. The wait is finally over. Football is back. I mean, you might not be at the game this year. But you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Now, if you wanna go big this year, put your money on the Detroit Lions. Yeah, you heard it here first, right? On Believe in Lions. That's the way to go in 2020. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there is always the online casino as well it never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Everybody, we're back from the break. Thank you so much for listening to our sponsors. Don't Please don't forget, hit that subscribe button, share this with a friend. We're on all the different podcast platforms. You can even find us on Amazon Music, Amazon Podcast now. Nowadays, and again, just appreciate BetOnline.ag for sponsoring the show. So Benny, let's get into the Saints game. Lions come out of the gate. I mean, we're talking about a touchdown to DeAndre Swizzle. I mean, DeAndre Swift just ran an absolute awesome option route touchdown. Lions get a turnover, a tip ball pick sick or a pick, and the next thing you know, Kenny Galladay is in the end zone, 14 zip. I mean, I'm I'm. I'm just feeling real good at that point. Like, what'd you think about the start the Lions got off to right here?
0: Uh, Like I told you, you you summed it up perfectly. I mean, they got off to an extremely hot start. I'm thinking, okay, Matthews is going to carve up the Saints secondary. I mean, it was just looking like one of those kind of days where the Saints didn't show up to play. The Lions showed up and they were going to hang I, I at that point i thought it was gonna hang 40 on them right and i'm like yeah my lions are here baby we're we're ready we're ready whoa i don't know what happened after that it, it, it's like somebody just poured a, 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 some some tar on the field and they would they just they just couldn't move i like what is going on <laughs> the Saints yeah. rattled off 35 points.
1: Ugh. <laughs> Un- unbelievable. That Not only is that not football, Benny, but I, I, I still can't get my head around. I guess the, one of the main things that's so frustrating to me is because I thought this game was tailor-made for the Detroit Lions to win. I mean, Drew Brees had been playing a little subpar. They got all the... I mean, we couldn't draw up the injuries any better. I mean, they didn't have defensive studs. They didn't have Michael Thomas. I mean, they were missing a boatload of players. They had the COVID scare the night before. The Lions come out and put 14 on them. Like you said, that's when you... I, I wrote a buddy and said, put the pedal on them right now. Meaning, like you said, <laughs> drop 40 and just like, let's end this by halftime. And before I could blink... They put up 35 unanswered. We had no answers uh, any part of the football game. I I do not know what happened in the middle. So we... You know, we're believing Lions. We want to talk about the beginning where they did well. Everybody knows what happened in the chunk. This isn't going to be the podcast, Benny, where we, well, I'm in the second corner, you know. We have we're we not going to break it down moment by <laughs> moment. But we, the middle of the game was a mess. We couldn't cover anybody. We couldn't turn the football over. We couldn't get off the field in third downs. Like, tell me what you saw there. Like, you you described it. Stuck in mud. Stuck in tar. Just slow. Couldn't make a play. Like, Why? It, for me,
0: it, it just came down to too much Alvin Kamara. You know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with our run defense. I, I, I thought we would be better than what we what we were and what we showed. Because, see, it's that trickiness against Arizona? We shut down. To me, was a better run offense than the Saints. I thought the Saints would come in and try to throw the ball all over the field, but Drew, Drew Brees had an average day. He only had, I think, like what, 240 something yards passing? For right. him, that's an average day.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and it feels yeah. like he had 400 and four or five touchdowns and he didn't, he didn't even put up that much, but they moved the football field effortlessly up and down. I I put on Twitter at Derek Oakry that I thought they were just walking the ball up and down the field on us. It felt so leisurely yeah. and so easy. Like Benny talked to me about tackling because of the main reason I, there's a lot of reasons I love not only having you on the show, but hearing your opinion, but I didn't play the game, but when I watch these games and somebody catches the ball four or five yards behind the sticks and four or five guys can't get one person to the ground, they're fumbling, they're not bringing their arms, they're not tackling. Like, please tell me you're seeing this poor tackling by this team and and how do they get that fixed? It's embarrassing.
0: I am seeing it just like you, Derek, and I, just for me, just because I love the Lions so much, okay, I got to keep putting that out there. The tackling is so atrocious. We ought to just burn up all those little little wheels that they roll out during practice, burn them all up. (laughs) You know, let's, let's just go back to real tackling because trying to tackle a wheel during practice, I'm so old school when it comes to tackling, you put an X on his neck and run through the X. I'm sorry. I know they keep saying, Oh, we're trying to take the head out of the game. But it's freaking football. Come on. At some point, the head is going to be involved in the game Are you going to keep having poor tackling. The offensive players are loving this. Oh, well, you have to hit me around my ankles and my knees. Are you kidding me? Put your head through his juggler vein and make him have snot bubbles. Stop <laughs> with all that angle. T- it, it drives me nuts. It, 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 look, <laughs> I ain't going to get on my soapbox Derek. You know what I mean? These, uh, <laughs> but it, it,
1: it's crazy. Benny, like, so, you know, I'm going to give you a little bit of time here to talk about your Hurricanes. And I'm also going to, we're going to get to the end of this ball game where the Lions made a, a push, as they've been known to do late. And then they they came up short, which they've been known to do, <laughs> um, and lost this game. But like, let's I want to talk for a couple more minutes about the tackling. So, to you, based on what you saw, is it? is it fundamentals? Is it, they're just, they're, they're playing too weak. Is it, is it they're over aggressive and they're just running past and, and, and not, you know, breaking down? Like, what are you seeing that they're just bouncing off tackles or the saints ran a play at, at third and seven, seven, you know, to the goal line and ran the ball right up the middle and ran over about three lines to get to the end zone. I mean, I don't see that when I watch NFL football.
0: overly aggressive is is not one of the characteristics I would use because (laughs) I I don't see anybody being overzealous to try to make a tackle I just don't see it and so (laughs) you can call it poor technique you can call it poor team tackling whatever phrase you want to use that's how you have to describe it right now because it was just it was not the uh the lions football that i'm used to seeing from years past it's not that i mean at some point <laughs> I'm, I, I'm i'm sorry but at, at some point you as a professional you got to say okay i i know the game has changed, made us a little bit fragile, a little bit soft, a little bit timid. But at some point, you got to say, okay, well, I got to get this guy on the ground. I, I don't care what I have to do. I got to get him on the ground. That's making a tackle. When he's laying level to the ground, not me hitting him with his shoulder. He's bouncing off and my friend hits him with an arm and he bounces off and then my other buddy hits him. No. At some point, you gotta say, let's get this freaker on the ground.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't care about the step on my buddy's head (laughs) to jump over the pile to get him down. I got to do what I got to do.
1: I mean, Benny, is, is it just want to, is it just like when I watch the game, I, d- I don't see them grinding it out, trying to come up and really put a lick on somebody or even get them to the ground. I just see like really lackadaisical effort, you know, in my opinion.
0: It went back to what we saw in green Bay. And yeah, so I, I, I really don't know if, you know, if it's, this is going to be the identity of our defense of the year, because at some point, like I said, your true colors come out. You got it, it has to be a willingness to want to be a tackler.
1: People, so, go ahead, Derek. Oh, I I just wanted to follow up on something because and and once we get done talking about this game, you know, I want to ask you about uh, the coaching and where we go from here, but. So we talk about they don't have the want to, maybe the technique is bad, maybe the the fundamentals aren't right. Like, I know you've been sort of a Matt Patricia guy, but I can't imagine he's not teaching all these things and he's not telling them, you know, you got to get multiple bodies to the football. You've got to bring your arms. You've got to, you know, um, be have that aggression. So where's the disconnect? Where's the issue, do you think? Because I, I know he's coaching it. I know they're telling him. And then on Sundays, it feels like guys just aren't doing it. Even Deron Harmon, the vet that we've talked about here on the show, uh, called all of his players out, basically said like, hey, we we get to Sundays and these guys aren't, you know, they're not only not making plays, like he's he's seeing lots of missed assignments, lots of do whatever they want out there, and, and just a lack of, of of want to to make plays on Sundays. Like, I don't know, where do you think that's coming from, or what is the disconnect, and how can they get it? How can they get it righted, or can they? Well, you you said it for me,
0: I. Going into the season was a Matt Patricia guy. Matt Patricia was supposed to be the Albert Einstein, the guru of defensive football. Now, at some point, Derek, I tell you all the time, you can teach all the X's and O's to a rat. You could teach X's and O's to a blind dog, but you cannot put heart. Into a human to make them wanna go out and hit people. That's something each and every individual has to look within their hearts and say, "Okay, I can I can blow a coverage, but I got to get the guy to the ground." Okay, I could be lackadaisical when it comes to the play call, but it boils down to mano a mano. Man on man, me against you, tackling. That's the bottom line. Now, at the end of this show, I'm still going to be a Matt Patricia guy because, like I told you, it's going to take me probably two, because we have a bye this week, probably two, three more weeks of seeing the downward spiral of a Matt Patricia run defense to jump off the bandwagon and I I played against some I played with some defensive guys that it meant something to them to tackle people I played for a coach that it meant something to him to keep his job okay and so if you're a Detroit Lions fan if you're a Detroit Lions player, you want those two things. You, you, you want to see the guys have that mentality that I'm going to make a tackle. I'm I'm not going to leave it up to my buddy. Because, like I told you, Derek, the last two weeks after that Green Bay game, if Matt Patricia wants to keep his job, sometimes you got to hold your, <laughs> your key players the foot to the fire and say okay look you got to light a a, a matchup on them say you're gonna be gone before i'm gonna be gone yeah because i i mean to me and i'm gonna i'm I'm gonna put this plug in here for my for my my, my youth school now (laughs) go ahead because when i i look at them play defensive football and i tell you all the time when my nephew don't tackle well, I'ma be the first one on 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 that text message on Sunday morning. I'm not gonna wait Sunday morning, boy. You don't lost your mind. You a blaze. We tackle better than that. You understand? Know that has to be. When I watch the University of Miami, those guys get eight, nine people to the ball.
1: there there, there's no doubt about it i mean let me i was gonna wait on this but i I need to ask it right now so uh i love it you know the reason we talk and we have so much fun with the sound and and why you talk about the u is because not only did they have that swagger but you know there's something about it where it's just like you knew what kind of football game you were going to have with those great teams you had down there. But, but what I want to ask you about is Matt Stafford and Matt Patricia, their demeanor. Like I've been online tweeting out about, would it kill Matt Stafford to get up to the podium and and actually say something aggressive to get his team fired up or to look himself in the mirror and say, man, I lost a sec game. I did not play well. Would it kill Matt Patricia to, show a bunch of emotion on the sideline or in in a post-game interview instead of keeping it all in house Benny like people keep telling me oh no you can't do that you you don't see the great coaches doing that you see them being even keeled I I don't think it would hurt either man to just blow up on the sideline if you're Matt Patricia or Matt Stafford to show more emotion I don't think it's going to make him forget how to throw the football. I don't think it's going to get his teammates to say, oh, we can't trust that guy. He called me out in the media or he said this or he said that. The reason he said it is because it would show the fan base and more people that not only are you guys pissed off and frustrated, but you're trying to get it right rather than these ho-hum answers that we get every week. What's your take on that? I'm curious.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm be, Because I'm a fan now. I can I can say this. I mean, I, and I'm an alumni, and I can say this. I'm I'm like the rest of the fans. I'm waiting for somebody to get up to the podium, just like you. And there's nothing wrong with calling out your brother in when he's not doing and living up to his ability. This to me, there's nothing wrong with it. You know, I mean, I know a lot of times people want to say no, it's best to keep in-house. But but anybody that I'm I'm sorry that, that knows me. Derek, I've I've fired my brother from a high school team when I was the athletic director. When you ain't getting the job done, you got to go. When it's time for you to go, it's time for you to go. <laughs> I've 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 told my son when he has not been when he wasn't playing well in high school. I said, I look, if you ain't gonna tackle, get the hell off my field. You understand? And we I don't know if it's a societal thing that people are afraid to call out their peers when they're not living up to the the standards that we wanna go by. But the minute you say, well, let's have an incentive-based league. Oh, everybody has a problem when you say that. I don't mind guys making $20, 25000000 million a year if you're going to live up to that. If you're making that much, you shouldn't have thin skin. You just should not have because your contract dictates that you are of that caliber. And so if you're not living up to that caliber of player, just like I I tell people all the time, the organization can't get money back when you don't play well. So when you play well, you wanna get paid well. See, life has to be go both ways. See, I, I, I live in a society now well, I tell people because I'm a, I'm a manager now. If you don't come to work and you don't live up to the abilities and and the things that I ask you to do, then I ain't signing for you to get a pay raise. That's just how life goes. So if you're not gonna call them out, because I, you, you Derek, what happens? You see it all the time. They call that management when they want to make more money.
1: Mm-hmm. Why can't management call them out when they're not doing what they're supposed to do? Benny, here's my here's my thing on it, and you hit on it with you with your comments. Is like, I'm not saying go out every week and do this. I'm also not saying when the team plays great to to come out and say something that's untrue. But when you consistently play inconsistent football when you consistently play bad football, when you're seeing mistakes all over the football field, I don't think it kills you to step up and say, Hey, I'm sick of this. Like I've seen the same issues every week. I gotta be better. My teammates gotta be better. We gotta we gotta figure this thing out and I'm tired of losing in this town. And it's gonna stop right now. And Matt Stafford hasn't ever said anything close to that in his 10, 12 years. Oh, I'm sure he yells at you behind the scenes. I'm sure his teammates love him. Matt Patricia, you know, oh, he's barking at practice. But then you see him with the Jim Caldwell face half the time on the sideline, just staring off into the corner. It's like, hey, you... It's okay to get fired up. No one's going to hold it against you. Some of the greatest leaders and coaches and people in sports were were great at what they did, but also had their moments where they just got fed up with something and and said it or showed it on the court or the the field. And, And I just, I can't understand why we can't get any of that, you know, on any level. I mean, gosh, Matt Patricia just
0: it wouldn't kill you. And Matt
1: Stafford more. So I feel like Stafford's more so in this realm because he's just taking this good guy thing where he's just going to be that quiet leader. And this, this town, this team needs a, a fiery leader at times. And especially when you're not doing what you're supposed to. And that's what you said. Like if you call somebody out who didn't play well and they know they didn't play well, I'm pretty sure they're not going to have a huge issue with you because it's not like they can come up to you and say, what are you talking about me for? I played great. They know they didn't play great. So you're just calling out the obvious at that point, but nobody on this team and no coaches will do that. And I think that's why we're seeing the same old, same old when I thought Matt Patricia was going to be that guy that was going to not accept that, that same old routine or the same old uh, quiet guy. Well, I'll just talk to my guys after the game. How about you get into them in the second quarter when they can't stop anybody on defense? Oh, jeez.
0: No, I'm going to tell you, uh, The reason I became a uh, Matt Patricia guy, because you don't, I'm going to get off base here for a minute. Bill Belichick has that stern face, right? But every player, everybody knew him and Tom Brady didn't have the best of relationships. Everybody knew it. I mean, it was, you know, Tom did Tom. And Bill ran the team. Now, but from all of the best receivers who've gone to New England, the Randy Marshall's had a trouble pass, okay? They became what? Model citizens when they got there because they just knew if they didn't produce, they weren't going to be there. That's what made me a Matt Patricia guy says, "Okay, now he's gonna bring some discipline to a team that needs it." I haven't seen that thus far because we keep we'll get up and then we'll blow the leads or we'll lose it in the fourth quarter. I, I, I'm 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 just so baffled right now. To where uh, I just I don't I just don't want to put it all on the coach right now. Right. I just you know I mean at some point in the locker room you got to look at yourself the man in the mirror and say, Am I doing my part to help this team actually win? Because like I said, when when you, when you're up 14-0, as a defense, you say the offense has given me 14. I got a 14 point buffer. I can't let them down now. And for you to, for a better, lack of a better word, to go out and play piss poor football and let somebody hang 35 on you in a matter of... It wasn't even three quarters. A matter of two and a half quarters. At what point do you blame that on the offense when they gave you fourteen point lead? See, those are the things that I'm I'm talking about. I guess at some point.
1: I, go ahead. Sorry.
0: No, just at some point you gotta you gotta look at that man in the mirror and says, when am I gonna take responsibility?
1: Yeah. And, you know, we, we got to keep this show rolling, Ben. I could talk about this for days, but <laughs> here, here's the thing that I think about Matt Patricia. Like I feel like he, he's, he's hard nosed. He's the guy that's working his tail off. He's trying to coach the right things. He's, he's got rid of what I used to call the, the Detroit lions country club. Like it is a hardworking place. He's changed some of the facilities. I feel like he's doing a lot of the right things, but it comes down to sort of what you said. Like when it comes to when it matters, not only is his team not performing, there's—I don't see that accountability once it's—it's it's really bad play. Like, I yeah, maybe they're limiting some guys' snaps here and there, but what I really want to see is when a guy misses like a big tackle in a big situation. Once every blue moon, Patricia gives him that old uh, finger, hey, come on over here, get over the sideline. And when he does, he reads him the right Says, go sit on the bench. I'm Until you decide you, you know how to tackle again, let me know and maybe I'll put you back in. I see none of that from him. I see a guy just sitting over there with his mask on, sort of, you know, having that, oh man, oh shucks, we, we should have got that one. What do I hear from Matt Stafford after the game? Oh, you know, we're good. We want to try to win. I should have made a couple of those throws. I wish I had them back. Oh, I'll try to get them next time. I, I hope we're trying to win. All that same empty talk that has nothing behind it. And that's what you're saying. Like Matt, Patricia, everybody, you know, wants to see, you know, what you hear about on game days, you know, a, a good disciplined, hardworking team. And when they're not, a certain accountability or a fieriness, not this, you know, professor over there that that is just so mild-mannered, and I I don't understand it. So I don't know what's going to happen, but I would have loved after this last game if one or both of those guys would have sort of went off the handle. So then you put everybody on notice before the bye week that you're sick of this and you call out some people. They can sit on that for a good 7, 14 days, whatever it is, and then let's come back and win a ball game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's what I would have liked to see. But, Benny, let's... I mean, you can follow up on that if you want, but I kind of wanted just to skip forward. We talked about him giving up 35 unanswered. Then the lions do what they do. You know, they, they chip away. They make a few plays. Matt Stafford throws a couple uh, touchdowns, whatever it is. They actually go for a two point conversion. They get it. Now, all they got to do is get one stop, Benny, one stop. All they got to do is get off the field on third down for what probably the first time in the entire ball game. What happens (laughs) They, they throw they throw a crossing route right to the guy that you so affectionately recall, Mr. Okuda, a guy that I think is going to be a hell of a corner in, in his career. Ball right up over his shoulder. He doesn't see the football. He doesn't get his hand out there. First down, Saints. And then what do they do? We get another third down play where we can get off the field with some timeouts and go win this thing because all we need is a touchdown to win it and they just pitched the ball to Alvin Kamara and he just waltzes for what, four or five yards first down. It couldn't have looked easier. It didn't, they weren't even close to making a play. Like, what'd you think about the comeback? What do you think about these moments where the lions, all they got to do is make one football play. And they, not only did they not make it, they are our, our number three overall pick just didn't even have a chance for whatever reason. And then our defense didn't even account for the speedy running back going around the edge. Like I, I just don't even know what to say about it. But what do you think about all that?
0: Derek, you made some very valid points. But here's the thing that, that that gets to me. When we have to get off the field, those moments are third down, especially uh, in the third and the fourth quarter. For the whole day, the Saints were 10 for 14 on third down. But in the third and fourth quarter, When you're 90%, think about that, 90% accurate in getting the first down when you're, whether it be third and medium or third and long, when you're 90%, that's not a good statistic you want as a defensive team. You want to be getting off of the field, giving your offense a chance because we were inching back into the ball game. But like you said, we just could not find a way in the fourth quarter to get off of the field. And they were just third down after third down, completion after completion. Are you guys kidding me? At one point, you're going to say, hey, man, one of us got to make a play. (laughs)
1: I don't care who it is.
0: Somebody got to make a play.
1: Let me ask you this. This is one reason that people love the show is to hear from you and sort of hear what you were thinking when you played Uh, on third and and medium third and, you know, uh, not short necessarily, but third medium. Like, are are you hoping that the D.C. dials up a blitz? Do you want to get get something crazy out of your playbook or how, how did you love getting off the field? Or were you just like, hey, let's just do our jobs, play defense? Or did you like when they dialed it up and brought pressure?
0: Well, a, a lot of times when it was third and long, we love dialing up the pressure because, you know, the quarterback had to get the ball out right then. All right.
1: And so let me stop you there. What When you're watching the Lions, do you see us dialing up anything or do you see us just playing the same types of defenses, no matter what the down and distance is, what the situation? You know like, what? we're just running the same cookie-cutter stuff. Like, you got to speed up these quarterbacks.
0: And, you know, and that's the thing. I Right now, I, I don't know – if we're zone, if we're blitz, I'm just so baffled right now. And if me, a a former player who's turned to be a fan now is baffled. I mean, a lot of times I, I look, I look at poor Mr. Okuda and he may be eight yards off the ball. And I'm sitting there thinking, is the kid playing zone? Is he playing man? I'm, Look, I, I'm i I'm, I'm so at a loss for words to where, like I said, he was supposed to be the the Rembrandt of defensive callers, and right now I'm, I'm I mean Benny,
1: you, you, you
0: got to one way one way another one way or another, <laughs> another. either gonna blitz him and live with the consequences or you're gonna sit in a soft zone and just let them keep making third down completions
1: after third down completions. Or how about this? Mr. Okuda, get your head around a little bit quicker. Get your hand on that football late in the game. Turn the ball over to your offense and maybe go win this game. But instead, caught right on him. Again, I hate to do this because this is Believe, B-L-E-A-V in <laughs> Lions. But Mr. Okuda is ranked 109 out of 109 in corners. He's the worst corner in football based on pro football focus ratings. The worst. Like, I know my man had a good pick against Arizona, but everything else has been not subpar, not like, ah, uh, you know, he's, he needs some time. He's the worst graded corner at the position. Like we cannot have this. And it's, it can't be just him. Cause he locked everybody down in college. It he's got the mentality. Like I'm with you. I think it's the, why are you playing him 10 yards off? Why why are you not letting him be aggressive? Why why are you taking him in and out of the ball game when he needs snaps to get his 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 confidence? So, I mean, the kid needed to make a play. That would've been a great time to make your second play of the year other than the pick to get your hand on that football when you don't they just they just ran that play ball game over lions lose and that's when everybody got up in arms like you know everybody hated the 35 straight but even the worst Lions haters would tell you that when they start creeping back, when we're within six points, everybody's yeah. thinking, hey, let's get it back. Let's win this. Who cares like what, what happened at that point if you can come and win the ball game? But when they fall short, and when they fall short the way they did with it being on Mr. Okuda and then being on our whole defense who just was nowhere in the pitcher on that final first down, that's when the pitchforks come out. And that's what we got to talk about now where everybody's saying, get rid of Patricia. Patricia. Bob Quinn's got to go, blow it up, get rid of Matt Stafford, start over. I mean, are we at that point, Benny? It's week four. We played four football games. That's 25% of the season. We have 75% of the season left to go. But we've also seen this again and again going to not only last year, two years ago, we saw issues with the defense and losing games in, in kind of a horrible fashion. So Benny Blades, Mr. Blades, where are you at? Are we blowing it up? Are we starting over? Can this be fixed? What do you think?
0: I told you, I'm I'm still believing in the Lions
1: right now. I, I'm gonna give them three more weeks after the bye week. Benny, okay. those three weeks, Jacksonville at Atlanta, which I may yep. actually be in the stadium because I'm actually going with a um, to Atlanta and uh, hoping to get in for that ball game, and then indianapolis colts in our house two or three of those are very winnable i mean indies playing good you kind of said they're not that great earlier this year but they have a pretty tough nose good football team but they can be beat so i agree yeah. with you those three games you're really going to tell the story i think right there and, and by the way Derek, i i think i might meet you uh in atlanta okay <laughs> <laughs> that would that, that, be good i i gotta yeah. I, I i i'm pretty sure i would have some fun with uh with benny blades in atlanta there, uh, and and the mercedes uh dome there i want to check out i mean it's not the greatest time to be traveling but i've wanted to go there for a while um so excited about it i would love it if the Lions come off the bye week beat the hell out of the jaguars and then are going into atlanta to possibly get to 500 that'd be nice yeah but you know like
0: you said Jacksonville is not playing very good ball right now.
1: They're not Atlanta, good. They're not a good team, you know, but. Atlanta
0: is not the Atlanta from the last two, three years. No. Okay, Just are not playing great ball. And so if we can get back to 500 before we play Indianapolis, but if we are just not playing good ball after Jacksonville, after Atlanta, going into in, the, in going into indie and we lose bad there i i don't know how much belief the the lions faithful is going to have because we're, we're looking at i i keep thinking about last year 312 and one you know you just cannot after the next after the next three ball games i i'm gonna continue continue to be hopeful that the lions are, are going to show me a lot of progress the next 3 weeks i mean they they got they got a chance to get guys back healthy and if nothing else change up the defensive scheme cuz if mr okuda I, I i don't want this kid to have a failed rookie season Okay, if you're going to make him have a failed rookie season, he's 109th, as you said. If he's used to playing man coverage at Ohio State, put him in coverages that he's used to being successful at. I got this kid. I'm not concerned about anybody else. This is my guy the whole game, just me and him. If that's what he's
1: used to doing, allow him to do that. They, they got to do that. They got to find a way to use him, get his confidence up, and... You know, I, I'm right with you, Benny. I think that uh, this was a tough game to talk about. You know, a great start, fell apart, kind of came back. But was it an empty comeback? Was it a, a good comeback? You know, going to the bye week, you know, you got the quarterback, the head coach telling you, oh, we got to go get it fixed. We got to work harder. I'm going to put it on me. We're going to get it right. We're going to, you know, we're doing all the right things. We're just falling short. You know, all that type of stuff. You got a you gotta week and a half to sit on that. And then you got the Jacksonville Jaguars in their house. You, you need to take care of business. I mean, they're, they're, they're kind of an up and down team. You know, the Lions should be healthy at that point. They should be talented. You got to go get that football game in Atlanta. You know, it should be a pretty good indoor atmosphere. You should be able to get it. So I think, you kind of got me in a good direction like I said, you know, I believe in this team regardless like I'm gonna ride or die with this team forever. I am very frustrated and it's more so what we talked a lot about in the middle of the show. I'm not seeing fire. I'm not seeing effort. I'm not seeing the ability to just put people on notice because they're underperforming. I'm just seeing the same old, same old. And I, I just want to be past that. So three more games, if those three games all go awry or even two out of the three go really bad, I'm definitely at the point of saying I'm okay to move on from this regime. I'm a little bit hesitant to bust up the roster completely because I don't want to have that, you know, one to three year window where you're almost piecing it back together from scratch. But I, I'm having a hard time putting my finger on the ball players. I think it's Okuda. It's Tracy Walker. It's Galladay. It's Swift. It's number nine if he still, you know, could put it all together. Um, It's TJ Hawkinson, Benny. (laughs) But I don't know that we have enough blue chippers to to get it done based on what I've seen. I thought this was going to be the year they come around. So, Lions, you got three games to show me and Benny that you got it together and that your ball players are doing some things. If it goes awry, I'll be looking for a new head coach and a new GM, in my opinion. That's at Derek Ocrion, Twitter speaking. So we'll see what happens, <laughs> Benny. It, it, it'll be interesting. Yeah,
0: it, it's definitely going to be a,
1: a, a very interesting uh, turn of events after this bye.
0: Because but, most but you fans, know what we got to
1: do in the fan base they got to do one thing, Benny, and one thing only these next week while we get this together before we head to Jacksonville. What do you think that is?
0: Well, they got to believe in themselves. <laughs> That's number one. Yes. Yep. They got it. They, they they must believe in themselves because the worst thing you can do as a team is self-doubt. After this, by week, and to me it's coming at the right time, because I, like I said, I just haven't seen any fire and desire from a defensive standpoint to wanna hit anybody. Okay? You gotta tell yourselves as a defensive unit, defensively, the offense has proven that they can score points. But as a, de- you gotta say, we're gonna come back. Off of this break, and we're going to start holding teams to 21 points or less. And and, and most of that, Derek, is is just believing that you can get guys tackled. This league is predicated on who's going to tackle and put people on the ground the most.
1: Bottom line. It's that simple. People, give, give give the fan base a reason to b l e a v before we get up out of here. Because there's a lot of people that are not only off this you know um, team right now. They're not going to be satisfied until the this whole thing is blown up and the coach is gone. Why why should they b l e a v at this time, Benny? Because we are all frustrated. We all want to see him win. Give him something to hang on to, something to believe in.
0: Well, I tell you what, Lions fans. There's nobody more frustrated than your boy, Benny Blades. But right now, we have to uphold our Honolulu Blue guys. We have to uphold them because the next three games, you heard it here, the next three games, if they don't believe in themselves, then Benny Blaze can't believe in them. But don't jump off that bandwagon just yet. We got Jacksonville. Hotlanta. Well, I'm going to meet Derek down in Hotlanta. We're going to have a couple of drinks together, Derek. Woo. <laughs> and then we got the Colts. Okay? so Vinny, there, there's, a chance, the
1: there's a chance it could be four and three after that stretch. You feel me? I'm feeling you, baby. I'm feeling you. <laughs> (laughs) that's why I don't need my Lions fans to jump off the bandwagon. Not just yet. It could happen. Hey, speaking of bandwagons, before we get out of here, I said I would do it earlier, but I didn't. Can I give you two minutes? You want to pump up a certain college team that's got a big game against Clemson this week before we shut it down? Look, I I appreciate that, Derek. I appreciate it. Look, I want
0: not only. Ah, there you go. Not only. Look. I know the Big Ten is not playing right now, but I need for every Wolverine, every Spartan, every uh, uh, Eastern Michigan, Western Michigan, everybody's playing collegiate football in the state of Michigan. I need y'all to cheer for the Miami Hurricanes. We got a tough one this weekend, baby. We're going up against number one. Hampton against Goliath. What, What happens? I'm 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 calling that nephew of mine. I said, "Boy, if you really really want to show people that the blades are still in existence, show up." I need a turnover chain, baby. (laughs) It's all about that you, Benny.
1: Always about that you, Derek. Always. Man, Benny, do I, I, you just want to have this on repeat if they end up taking it to Clemson? I mean, you just got to have this going all throughout the house. That's the remix for you right there. It's it's going to get wild. Like, do, do, you got a score for me? You got a prediction? Like, this is a big ball game for you.
0: Real big. Well, look, right, right. It, can you believe Vegas has us down 14 already? I Come
1: on, that that's me. disrespect. Tell nephew that's disrespect. Are you 14 points. Oh man. Look,
0: I might just have to go down there and talk to him. Take one for the team, baby. We got we got look, we got a couple of guys. We can we can, we can miss them the next week. uh uh-uh. Take one for the team. 15, I, baby. Get a 15. They
1: know what I, I mean. Get a 15 yard, baby. How how you, how, how you going to stop maybe the future Lions quarterback, Trevor Lawrence?
0: <laughs> uh, I think he'll be gone by the end. I think the Jets – I'm I'm hoping the Jets will be worse than the Lions.
1: <laughs> yeah, me, me too. But that's what people around here are talking about, trying to lose out to get a guy like that. But, Benny, I wish your team all the luck. I love playing the sound bits on the show. I love giving your school – because, you know, it's only like another week or so until, I mean – I knew for the maid that maze and blue to start playing, huh? Well you know. You know, I have to be talking about my Wolverines getting some things done this year. Maybe Jim Harbaugh actually finally getting it together like we hope Matt Patricia does. So I'll be rooting on you, Canes, uh, no doubt about it. I'll have the sound bits going here at the place, uh, but I hope they, they do well. That should be a good ball game. And I think we've laid it down, Benny. I think that we put the onus on these next three games. We've obviously shown our frustration about what's going on right now, and especially this past Saints game. But you you've you fired up the Lions fan base to say, "Bleav in this team for the next couple weeks, and if it if it doesn't go well, then we will regroup and we'll get this thing fixed and uh, find other ways to believe moving forward." But uh, big big three weeks coming up, so look forward to uh, to catching you next week to do the Jaguar show. That should be a good one.
0: Yeah, it should be. And uh, for all my Lions fans, rest easy, baby. We we'll, we will be on next week to talk about the Jaguars. I know we uh and um uh, to uh, my Lions players rest up. We don't we don't need no hammies. We don't we need your hearts filled with nothing what but the Honolulu blue and silver and believing in yourself. So let's come on out and let's win, baby. <laughs>
1: There's nothing else to say, Benny. You closed the show incredibly, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back here next week, off the Lions bye week, ready to take on the Jaguars. Benny said it all, everybody. B-L-E-A-V and Lions, thank you so much for listening. Take care, everybody. We're out.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts